Vegas takes over. Smith comes out to the neutral zone. Deals right. Marshall fires. He scores! Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Smith to Marshall. Four to two Golden Knights. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wallace out at Bailiwick inside the Orleans. Happy hour going on right now. $2 off beer as well as appetizers. I'll be here all night for the show, also for pregame, intermission, and postgame. So get on down here, big screen TV, devoted to the Vegas Golden Knights. Chris Chapman, Darren Millard back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... We have a jam-packed uh, two hours today. Not only are we looking ahead to game two of the Colorado Avalanche, Vegas Golden Knights trying to bounce back and tie the series up at one. The draft lottery will take place over the next half hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that doesn't impact directly the Vegas Golden Knights, but uh, basically the entire Pacific Division is in the draft lottery. <laughs> so so it could, <laughs> it could uh, down the road, impact the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, we also have some news about... Uh, teams that have been bounced from the playoffs uh, a couple of injuries and a couple of uh, uh, speculations if we can put it that way wow. uh, about players uh, future uh, coming up so uh, we got a lot happening we'll hook up with our buddy Gary Lawless from Denver and uh, and get the mood on on what's happening do you do you have a gut feel on this one so my gut feeling tonight is that whatever happens in this game it's going to be very close like I think that this is a one-goal game. I, I do think that it's it's a game in which the Golden Knights bounce back and have a, a great, great effort. Um, I don't see a, a multi-goal lead at any point in time tonight. I think this one is incredibly close all 60 minutes. What about an 8-1 VGK win? I, I'm not feeling that. I okay. mean, I'm just not. But, you know, every How about time like a 6-3 like, every time you've thrown out a high score, like, as your gut feeling, Darren, yeah. it's never been right. Okay. What about a 6-3? Would that be a high score? That's nine goals. It's absolutely a high score. Okay. So you're thinking more... I think 3-2. Three, 3-1. Three, yeah, 3-2. Three, 3-2 three, two. Three, two still 5? But, like, it's close. You're, you're, you're trying to have multi, multi-goal separation here. I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't see that. I'd like double-digit separation. That's... If I can get it there. Hey, I was just thinking, you know what? I uh, It just popped into my head. And, and thank you so much for jogging this loose. You're welcome. This is the first year I can remember in probably the salary cap era. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you specifically, but that's, I mean, we're, we're going back uh, a few years. So I'll go first year since 2004. Okay. Where at no point during the season did I track goals scored per game. Like it wasn't an issue. There was enough offense that it never became, Hey, are we down or are we, are we holding, holding firm on the number of goals scored per game compared to the last couple of years or how much off are we? 
There was just there was enough entertainment, enough goals scored that it never became uh, a, t- a talking point. So uh, yes, big stick tap to the athletes uh, for for making that a non-factor. Yeah, I mean, I you know, anytime you get a 105 point season out of uh, uh, you know Connor McDavid right. in a 56 game schedule, you you tend to believe that goal scoring is is really at a at a premium at, at an all time high. And you know, for me, like I thought, I thought scoring has been very good. Um, the last couple of years and, and the games have been really exciting and entertaining and you know, a lot of that has to do with the athletes and just how talented they are these days. And it might be because there was no preseason game and the, the camps were a little different and, and yeah. then you're playing the same teams all the time so uh, there's a little bit of looseness uh, out of it. I, I really don't know why that's the case and I don't have the exact number uh, of goals per game either. So th- it might be off. I, I anticipate uh, I would Guess that they would be a little bit higher, but uh, uh, just uh, popped into my head. Here's Gary Lawless, uh, who joins us live from Denver. I was just uh, commenting, Gary, this is the first year that uh, that I can recall where I never t- tracked at any point uh, goals per game in the National Hockey League. That there, It just felt like there was enough offense that we didn't have to track, oh, goals are down, offense is down. Uh, it was just uh, It was just go out and play and enjoy the offense. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> like, did you, t- you look at, well, look at Colorado, you don't have yeah. to track theirs. They get five every night, right? They've been, uh, they've been tremendous, uh, all season and into the playoffs and a uh, Vegas scored at, uh, around 3.24 a night all season long. So, uh, um, and, uh, I've been pretty good in the playoffs as well. You know, there are, there have been dips, obviously, uh, Minnesota did a real nice job against them and then. Colorado, I think we can kind of throw game one out. It wasn't really a good representation of, of what we're going to see in this series. So uh, be interesting to see what happens tonight in that regard. Uh, we know that uh, Ryan Reeves will not play. Uh, any update on Matias Yanmark? And then the follow-up is who do you think goes in? Yeah, he didn't skate this morning. Uh, Pete DeBoer called him uh, a game-time decision. He said yesterday that... Uh, um, uh, you know that you know, Matias was not able to take part in the uh, in the pregame skate in the in the practice wasn't feeling up to it. So uh, you know the, with these, Pete was pretty clear. He said, "You saw the hit. You saw why he left the game." Uh, you know, I, I think uh, referring to uh, the hit, Matias taking a hit to the head, and you know having some potential concussion issues. So we'll see. Uh, I think if he can play, he will, and it'll be a big piece for Vegas. Uh, and Keegan Colasar would be an obvious one to go in. Beyond that, there's there's some some options uh, for Pete DeBoer, or we would consider uh, less clarity about who might go in. Uh, what's uh, what's your gut feeling telling you? Uh, maybe Dylan Secura. You know, he talked a little bit about him, and he talked about him compl- in a complimentary fashion this morning. Uh, he could. I thought I thought he might go uh, eleven and seven, uh, but he worked. They worked. Uh, Cody Glass and Dylan Coughlin pretty hard uh, after the skate this morning, so that kind of makes me think that that's not the case. Um, I, I, if I had to guess right now, and if it's not yet, Mark, I think it would be Secure. Uh, and Secure has got that shot. Like he's he's a slight guy, uh, a slight build. Uh, can't play in the middle uh, a lot, uh, but he can score and he can score from distance. And Pete was the the comment was he likes the fact that he scores two goals in his last uh, two games. So uh, just giving him uh, that little bit of uh, extra potential uh, to score with that release uh, probably puts him over the edge. Yeah, and he moves pretty well too, right? So uh, 
the other guy that can skate. Uh, you know, Pete said this morning. Sometimes the smaller guys that can skate and uh, and and move the puck are a little. Uh, you have to worry about them defensively. He said, but that's not the case with Secure. He earned the trust of the coaches, and he, you know, they, they wouldn't have, wouldn't hesitate to put him in because of that. It's Gary Lawless joining us live from Denver ahead of Game 2 of this West Division Final. The Golden Knights trying to knot up the series at one win apiece. Uh, Darren Millard and along with Ryan Lawless on the BGK Insider Show. So, Gary, when you, you kind of unpack Game 1, you look at the fact that Colorado's stars really left an imprint on that game. How do the Golden Knights go about shutting down Nathan McKinnon, Miko Ranton, and Gabe Landeskog and just making it more difficult on those players to find time and space? You know, it is interesting. Uh, everyone is, t- like, listen, for, for good reason, people should be talking about the top line for uh, for the Colorado Avalanche, but the Vegas Golden Knights, their top line, uh, amongst lines that played 500 minutes or more, they were number one in the league in goal differential. Like, they're, the, the, when Stevenson, Stone, and Pacioretty are together and going, they're right there with McKinnon, Lannistog, uh, Rantanen and the perfection line in Boston. Those are the three best lines in the NHL in terms of goal differential this year. So, like, I, I think more than shutting down, uh, I think the interest for for Vegas is to get their own game going. And uh, and we saw that in the Minnesota series too, when they focus too much on you know playing a style that prevents the opposition from doing their thing. They get away from doing what they do best. They won forty games this year. So for me, it's uh, uh, I think they have to play faster and looser tonight, and they have to have to generate offense. Uh, in terms of, of when they do turn the puck over and Colorado does get the puck, those guys can't be played one-on-one. The, the defenseman has to have the confidence that if he plays a tight gap on McKinnon and McKinnon goes right, that William Carlson is going to be in his back pocket and help out. Or if he goes left, William Carlson is going to be there. Like, they need... They need their lines, their forwards, to really help out at the offensive blue line. When 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 Colorado gets there with speed, Vegas has to be, have the, the confidence to be aggressive there to try and deny the entry and get help from their forwards with back pressure. Uh, just watching a little bit of the draft lottery as uh, Catherine Tappan introduces uh, some of the general managers, and they, they they all look so sad. The general managers uh, to to be in that that spot, which is, I mean, you're out of the playoffs <laughs> and you're in the draft lottery. But I'm always amazed at how just uh, despondent all the managers look, uh, either when we've been in the studio or or watching them on TV. And that's another reason to appreciate the Vegas Golden Knights and know what they've accomplished in their four years and going uh, during these uh, these great. Stanley Cup playoff runs and trying to launch another one well into the uh, the second round uh, here tonight with an opportunity to tie up the series at one. Uh, so game number one, Gary, do you just throw that one out as the anomaly? Well, unless Colorado proves that it's not, right? You know what I mean? Like that's to me, that's the, tonight is going to tell us the tale of the series. Like uh, uh, two NHL coaches texted me right after the game on Sunday night, head coaches in the NHL texted me and said, that was to be expected. Series starts game two. Like that's, uh, people really believe that. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe Colorado proves us all wrong. They're, they're a wagon for sure. Like you heard Pete DeBoer say, well, you can't shut down one guy because they got seven. Yeah. He said that this morning, right? So uh, I, I do think that if, 
you know, if Colorado is able to just steamroll Vegas tonight, the series isn't over. But now all of a sudden you give them a trend. Uh, you know, obviously getting back to Vegas with a split is the goal. But if you go back 0-2, still have two games in your building. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the expression that the series doesn't start till someone loses on home ice is, uh, like, you know, that, it's an expression for, for a reason. It's at this time of the year, it's you want to play it in your, in, in your own rink. It's more comfortable. And that's why, uh, you know, not winning the President's Trophy or not winning the West Division, uh, you know, that's, that's a negative for Vegas. Colorado earned that spot. I would fully support a Vegas win tonight, but I can't get rid of this gnawing feeling that it might be one of those 2-2-1-1 series and you, it comes down to uh, to a seventh game. Just uh, one thing you mentioned, uh, two head coaches texting you. Um, is there like a Gary Lawless support group from head coaches in the National Hockey League trying to build you up? Is, what's what's happening here? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> I, I've known one since I was seven, okay? Okay. Right? So, so it's not, not a big secret that uh, that uh, Dallas Aikens and Anaheim uh, and I have been friends for most of our lives. So, uh, hey, I know a couple other guys too, Dan. I'm just like you. I, uh, no, no, that, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that you know more people than me. I just wanted to get in on the well, uh, do, on the support. I, I do know more people than you. I just uh... <laughs> well, that's fully in support because I closed off my friend list. Like I started paring people down about five years ago. I had too you many did, friends. Yeah. yeah, I just like, well, when it, you put that emoji out this morning, I think some people start to pare you down. <laughs> what do you think of that? Like that was a little little uh, indoor bull ride, mechanical bull, uh, yippee ki yay. You, you didn't like yeah. that. Yeah, it was fantastic. You saw my saw my note. I said I loved you. It was beautiful. <laughs> Gary Lawless with us on the VGK Insider Show. Uh, we're we're making Gary into a star on this show. It's uh, oh, yeah. it's 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 really it's rocket right to the top. We are a star maker show. Uh, Darren Millar along with Ryan Wallace. Ryan. So yeah, obviously, Gary, you you get back into the saddle in game number two, and you can go to Marc-Andre Fleury on four days of, of rest. How important is that rest for Marc-Andre and, and really just getting ba- getting him back in the goal in this series? Yeah, you know, I go back to 2017-18. Uh, you know, they swept the Kings, had a bunch of time off, uh, beat the Sharks in six, had a bunch of time off, uh, you know, um, then they had the Jets, and when they got to the Western Conference Final, he got tweaked in that series, and I think that affected him in the final. But when he was fresh and in rhythm, he was at the end of the Western Conference Final. Mark Andre Fleury was, uh, uh, you know, neck and neck with Kuznetsov, who should have won the Smythe, in, in my view, uh, to be uh, to be the guy. So uh, Dallas Stars. Interesting. It's become 14. I'm watching this live. I guess we're not allowed to do that. Eh? No, you're. Right. That's illegal. People pay big money for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, aren't we? Don't we have an NBC station at Lotus? Uh, do we? Not anymore. Not anymore. You that's sure? the, okay. That's All right. We're see, out then. You see the uh, <laughs> see the cards that uh, Bill Daly's flipping up? Yeah. Like, there's. I've been in the room when there's been serious discussion about what kind of cards they were going to use. And how to flip them, and uh, and where to go, and do we need different cards? That's the most fascinating part of the draft lottery. Is, well, is your going greatest, that greatest with... your greatest moment in broadcasting happened at the draft lottery. How's that? <laughs> when you interviewed Patrick Liney, and he oh, was yes. like in yes. his uh, when he in was his a... hammock 
rolling around in Finland. <laughs> when he was in band. That's right. That's right. And 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 halfway like two questions in, I'm I'm trying to communicate with the producer Brian Spear. And and you're wondering, okay, what's what's going on here? Like, do we continue with this thing, or or do we do we cut it off? And Spears, he's like, let's just keep going. They the NHL is here; they're watching it, so it was fine. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was quite funny. I, uh, I I was in a I was in a we did our show from a a bar in downtown Winnipeg, and when they got to two, like the place went absolutely bananas. And uh, it's interesting when Patrick Liney's been traded now and. Uh, Austin Matthews uh, feeling uh, immense pressure today in uh, in Toronto uh, as they uh, bowed out as well. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to go uh, there. And uh, example number two already of why we feel so fortunate to, to follow this Vegas Golden Knights team uh, tonight. Uh, the the offense uh, has to do uh, a little bit more. Uh, it was it, I thought it was um, intriguing that. That Pete said the first ten minutes of that game, they thought they were they were pretty good. Uh, so where how do you build on that, and how do you bounce back from seven one? I, I, you know we've talked about it. I think that you have to play your game, uh, and I think that you know they they're going to need a big save. They're going to need Mark Andre Fleury like that. The ranting and backhand that that let Leonard let in, uh, you know that can't go. That 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 goal can't drop tonight. If it does. Uh, the, the start is so critical for for Colorado tonight. They're going to want to, you know, pick up right where they left off and uh, put doubt in Vegas's game for tonight and for and for the rest of the series. And uh, a big save from Mark Andre Fleury, uh, or a series of big saves from Mark Andre Fleury early on. Uh, so all hey, so already Seattle is. Uh, better off than the Golden Knights were in the expansion draft. Vegas, they dropped. They were at three, and they dropped to uh, to six, six, where they yeah. took Cody Glass. And that, like, you, you go back to that draft, oh, now they moved to four, because Columbus is now five. Yarmo you're going to get us fired, and you're going to get us sued. And you're going to get us fired, and you're going to get us sued, and you're going to get us fined by doing these live updates on the draft lottery. <laughs> you notice how I kept mine generic, and you now you're giving, like, pick by pick. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> you, all you have to do is wait 20 seconds, and we can give all the results without getting sued. I'm in, I'm in Denver. Everything's delayed 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before uh, we get to the draft lottery results, and that w- it will be in about 20 seconds, do, do, do you think it's mental or physical, the challenge tonight for the Golden Knights? Mental. Uh, they're, they're, there's no excuses. They're fully recovered they, from whatever. Listen, if you have an injury, you have an injury, and that's, that's life at this time of the year. You know, I got to look, I... Uh, I don't have any time to, to hear about injuries. Like if you know, I mean, if you get four or five guys out of your lineup because of injuries, you're not as good, and we everyone can see that. But if guys are playing, uh, you know, there's 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 guys in Colorado that are playing with stuff right now too. So uh, I, I, the physical part of it is, uh, uh, I think they're even up going into tonight's game, and uh, it's yeah, it's it, it's mental, and, and who's the better team, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, um, it took Vegas a while to establish itself as the better team versus the Wild, but you know you saw that in the last game. Vegas was clearly the better team, and they won that series. Uh, uh, these teams were a pick'em for me 
all season long, and I'm interested to see how the Golden Knights answer back. I, uh, I do expect this to be a much closer, much more competitive game, and I actually like, uh, well, I don't like missing Yanmark if he doesn't go, but Colasar uh, uh, has some speed that, uh, uh, that Reeves doesn't have at this stage, and the grind was very important in game one, and he did his job, and uh, um, you guys never asked me about that. I think that two was heavy. One when I would have been fine with one. Nobody got hurt. It was a scrum. Uh, Graves did something that uh, the league would have loved to have suspended him for, but uh, you know he was just on the edge uh, in terms of where he hit, where he hit Yanmark and just on the edge uh, in terms of the timing of it being late. Like it was razor thin. So uh, and, you know you have to answer for that because the players don't know. Mm-hmm. They watch it in real time, and I, like, I watched it in real time. I thought that was a five-minute major. I was wrong. It wasn't. It was, you know, it, it was a clean hit, but right on the border of uh, of dirty. So the players don't know that, and uh, and that's that's Ryan Reeves' job. So I think he did his job. Uh, but did uh, uh, to see. I think Keegan Colasar can be fresh. I think he has had a chance to watch a few games and and you know figure out that I've got to go even. I've got to invest even more emotionally. I look for him to have an impact tonight. I think there's a big goal in this Stanley Cup playoffs from Keegan Colasar. And Ryan, we just learned something. You mm. do not want to be in a scrum with Gary Lawless. Well, I mean, you're living proof of that. You're still Oh, that wasn't a Gary. scrum. That was a um, beatdown. Yeah, that was that was assault. It, it doesn't doesn't surprise me at all. I, Gary, like when when you look at this game, I, I mean, you can point to a, a number of different Golden Knights that that you're you're expecting something big from. Obviously, Mark Stone's kind of carried that mail all year long, but like, how much of this series kind of hinges on Shea Theodore and Alex Petrangelo finding their offensive touch? I'd like to see them find their legs. You know, I, I don't think that they have been great on retrievals. I think they've been slow getting back to to the puck and turning it up ice. I'd like to see them. Uh, I'd like to see them improve in that area. And, yeah, certainly, you know, uh, uh, Shea Theodore has to look across the ice at Kale McCarr and say, okay, he's doing it, why, why can't I? You know, like that's, they, they were neck and neck all season. Uh, I would think that Shea Theodore would really want to uh, pick up uh, a number of aspects of, of his game and, uh, and, and Petrangelo as well. They need to be better. They, they need to be dominant the way the blue line for – uh, the abs were in game one. Joining us from Denver as the Golden Knights get set for game two of the West Division final, Gary Lawless on the VGK oh, Insider Show. I won't say what just happened. On Fox Sports Las Vegas, <laughs> Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace. And yeah, they, they do take a commercial break between uh, the countdown on the draft lottery before they get to the top three. And it's how many, to, how many seconds have passed? Uh, I, I not know enough. What it is. I know uh, it is. It's down to Buffalo. It's down to Anaheim and Seattle for the top pick. And one of those three teams is going to get the number one overall pick. Oh, my God. It makes me sick. I want to vomit. What a joke. (laughs) And you guys know, and we have to wait five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Okay, now we can't be sued and we can't be fined. You can say who's the first overall pick. Buffalo. I'm not saying anything. I'm done. I'm why? done with the. Why are you? Why? Why? Why are you so upset with this uh, first overall pick? 
I don't think they. I don't think they. I, I really don't think they earned it. I don't think they deserve it. I think it's a franchise is a train wreck. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I. I don't like the lottery. To be honest with you, the Buffalo uh, Sabers have the first overall pick. By the way, Seattle will pick two, Anaheim three, Jersey four, and Columbus five. I would have much rather seen. Well, actually, you know what? Seattle's in the Western Conference in the Pacific, so. Good. I'm glad the first overall went to Buffalo. No, like, look at the, the, the impact on the, the Golden Knights in, in the yeah. draft lottery with Seattle, with Anaheim, uh, with Los Angeles. I mean, uh, there's, uh, there's San Jose Sharks were in the draft lottery. There's, uh, there's a lot of uh, repercussions, even though the Golden Knights weren't involved in this. Uh, it, it'll, it'll come home to roost at some point. Do you like that phrase? Uh, yeah, well, you, for sure. Yeah, you, like yeah, that you, phrase? Know, you have to draft high to get superstars. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, that's the bottom line. You know, where did Nathan McKinnon go? Uh, Nathan McKinnon went to Colorado. I know, but was he first? <laughs> was he second? Was he third? Uh, that was an interesting, that was a really fascinating draft uh, with Seth Jones involved in it and Jonathan Huberto. That was a, and, and they all played in the Memorial Cup that year. That was you don't a, know, right? You're the, top dancing right now, so you can look it up on Google. No, no. I, and Seth Jones was supposed he to be know the, the <laughs> Seth Jones was supposed to be the guy, and yeah. and and McKinnon kind of passed him uh, and through the playoffs, and then into the to the Mastercard Memorial Cup. It was it was McKinnon, and Jones slipped to four. Oh, I want to say uh, who went two. Huberto didn't go two. Which, Shane, was he in that draft? Which which proves to you that I wasn't that I wasn't looking it up. I I admit when I don't know things. You want to know who went to? Yeah, Barkov. Okay, yeah, good pick. Really good pick. Uh, I think that's uh, that's going to be a, a challenger to Mark Stone for the Selkie. Is is Barkov when the finalists uh, do come out? Eric uh, Hatchick has picked uh, uh, Barkov. He said Barkov should win the. Uh, should win the, uh, the the Selkie. I disagree with them, and uh, not often do I disagree with uh, the dean of uh, professional hockey writers, but I do on this one. Is he standing Mark, right beside me. you? No, 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 no. no. There's uh, the only scribes here are the guys from Vegas and uh, the folks from Vegas and the folks from uh, from Denver. There's no uh, no one on the road. But now NBC has a full crew here: uh, Kenny Albert, uh, Eddie Olchek, and uh, Brian Boucher. So when you guys, uh, when the Las Vegas media go out, like during a, an afternoon, do you guys all scooter together because uh, you want to be safe and you want to be like uh, no. bonded? The Van Buren boys? That's a great Seinfeld reference for you right there. <laughs> no, uh, I, uh, I scooter solo. You, you're a, sc- a solo scooter? Yes. Now, why is that? I, I do most things by myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a prediction tonight. Vegas four three. Vegas four three. Ryan, uh, does that go with what your gut's telling you? Well, what did I say? It was going to be like a one goal game, really close, relatively low scoring. I had three two, but four three works just fine. I have I have eight one. It's never it's never worked out for you when you go like that. It's never worked out. It, it, there's the chances are in my favor. Uh, to go with this for uh, Gary Lawless is our commando on the ground uh, in in Denver, uh, making things happen and uh, bringing us all the insight. Uh, thanks for this. Uh, how are things been with you and Dan? Are you guys finding the proper places to uh, to hang out and uh, to get refreshed and refueled? Oh yeah, we've had uh, 
Uh, you know, we don't see each other till uh, you know mid afternoon. Oh, uh, but uh, uh, you know, sometimes there's a breakfast or a lunch, but uh, normally we're on different schedules. So uh, yeah, no, it's all it's been great, and uh, we'll uh, Dan. Uh, it's very interesting, uh, and I'm happy to say this on on Lotus because uh, uh, Kenny Albert said to Dan and I uh, the other night, and he said, "I got to listen to your." So you guys do three games in the last round, and uh, he said uh, it was just fantastic. And and I I, I say that because that's a compliment to Dan. I'm around for uh, for window dressing. Dan is uh, is is the star of the show, and uh, um, he sure is good. Be careful of that rotator cuff of yours. Keeping yourself <laughs> a pat in the back like that. Uh, what did I, I just say? I I, I agree with you though. Uh, you, you guys are very good, and you guys have great chemistry. I'm a little concerned that you guys don't hang out together that much, though. We, well, I said mid afternoon, but we, okay. we go out. We we spend the whole night work at night at work together, and then we go out together after the game. That's fair. Uh, there, you want to give everybody the draft lottery results one more time, or are you you done with that after you you got us find and. If you quit saying it, no one would talk about it. You know? <laughs> hey, have like, a- I'm scared to look at my email now. There's going to be a note from our boss. <laughs> uh, have a great call tonight. Uh, enjoy it, and uh, let's have our fingers crossed uh, for a positive result. You bet. Take care, guys. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Gary Lawless, VGK Insider on Fox Sports uh, Las Vegas. As we uh, dive into this show with the distraction of the draft lottery, and we'll bring you a little bit more of that uh, uh, after the break, but uh, when you when you listen to what Gary talks, it, it does sound like that things will be more normal tonight. The weeks, we all, the hockey world, expects things to be more normal tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd agree with that. I, I think that the Golden Knights and and the Colorado Avalanche are, are two of the three best teams in the league this year. Obviously, their regular season uh, would, would bear that out. And, you know, you, you look at game number one, and if you're the Golden Knights, you set out to prove that that was a one-off. That's an anomaly. And, and I'll be real honest, like, I'd rather have that anomaly in game one than you get to a game seven and, and have that type of performance. For, for me, the Golden Knights get it out of the way. Now they just go in and, and, as Gary said, focus on playing their game. And if they're able to do that, they're able to push the pace a little bit. I, I, I like their chances of bouncing back here in game number two. We will take a break. Uh, when we continue, the NHL draft lottery has been held and the top pick goes to the Buffalo Sabres. We'll fill you in on the reaction to that as well as where the Pacific Division rivals uh, filtered in to this uh, 2021 NHL Draft Lottery. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. You ever have those moments during the day where it's just a, a momentary piece of panic where you don't know where your phone is? That's what I'm going through right now. No idea right now where my phone is. Uh, it's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, and uh, we have uh, Chris Chapman in the studios catching up with Chapman uh, coming up at the end of hour number two. want to give you uh, an idea of what just happened in the NHL draft lottery. And while the Vegas Golden Knights were not included in the draft lottery, which... Uh, put all the teams that missed the Stanley Cup playoffs into the uh, bingo ball and uh, drew out the numbers. I want to tell you that the Buffalo Sabres have won the first overall pick or the right 
to pick first overall. They don't have to use that. They can trade it. They can move around. And the expansion, Seattle Kraken will pick number two. The Anaheim Ducks will select number three. Uh, where do where do you think the hockey world is going to come in on this Buffalo Sabres? Gary was passionate. He didn't doesn't like it. He doesn't think they the Buffalo Sabres ne- necessarily deserve it. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going that hard. They had a terribly <laughs> disastrous, like dysfunctional season, yeah. and and now they get the the right to pick first overall. I would be concerned m- more if I'm a Buffalo Sabre fan about what they're going to do with it. Yeah. And how they're going to handle it, than I am uh, upset about Buffalo winning the first overall pick. And I'll, I'll, I'll maybe say something that's could be considered slightly uh, against the grain, but I'm kind of happy Seattle. I, I don't think the expansion team should pick first overall. I, I think it should be somewhere else. And and I would have been just fine uh, the the Seattle Kraken picking third. Uh, the established teams that are going through this. Uh, I think do deserve to have uh, a, a top two pick. Well, I mean, come on, Darren. You know that everything's rigged for expansion teams to be really, really good and go to the Stanley Cup final in year one. So, um, of course, Seattle would have a, a better pick in, in their entry draft than the Golden Knights did in their first entry draft. But regardless of that, like as far as the Buffalo Sabres go, like I've always kind of come down on, on this side. I feel incredibly badly for Sabres fans, right? Because... Every time you you look at what the Sabres are trying to do, every time you, you see them make trades, every time you see them try to move the needle in the right direction, no matter what, it never, ever, ever works out. And as, as you and I have talked at various points this year, I think there needs to be somebody else involved in that management group beyond just Kevin Adams to make sure that you can turn this thing around in Buffalo. The questions about Jack Eichel, whether or not he will be a Sabre beyond uh, this offseason, that's huge, number one for me. And then what you end up doing with the first overall pick is another, but all I want, because I know that hockey market is rabid, I know that they love their Buffalo Sabres, all I want is for the Sabres to actually be good. I just don't know that I trust Kevin Adams to get that job done right now. The... Near consensus, first overall pick is Owen Power, who's a big defenseman with the University of Michigan Wolverines, plays with uh, Brandon Brisson, Vegas Golden Knight uh, draft choice. Uh, Owen Power right now is playing at the World Championship on Team Canada. Uh, he is a smooth skater, uh, really, really well thought of. Uh, doesn't have that dynamic offensive uh, touch, but is is good. At, uh, at handling the puck and playing your power play, but I'm just I'm I'm, I'm comparing him to a Hughes or or a McCarr, uh, something like that. Like that's just that's dynamic. Power probably has a, a better or a comparable overall game, uh, and so that's that's where Buffalo would be going if you're going to take that pick, unless they work out a deal and and slide back if they don't want to take a defenseman first overall. Then you then you slide back a little bit. Uh, Seattle did win uh, one of the two draft lotteries, so there's there's two there's two draws, one to pick the first overall selection, and the other one determines the second overall selection. Seattle won that uh, draw for the second overall selection. They had the third best odds going into it, and they jumped over the Anaheim Ducks. And how about the Anaheim Ducks? 
never have picked first overall. And they've had a couple of good chances. And uh, the most famous <laughs> second overall pick uh, in hockey history when they lost the, the draft lottery yeah. for Sidney Crosby going yeah. to the Pittsburgh Penguins and Bobby Ryan uh, was selected by the Anaheim Ducks in that one. So um, it just uh, Seattle did win where Vegas lost uh, the and fell during the, their draft lottery. Yeah, and, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. Like, this kind of whets the appetite, I think, a little bit more for uh, the Seattle Kraken, right? Like, you, you, you see them involved in, in something specifically related to uh, hockey operations, and, and now you just want more, at least I know I do. And, you know, I, again, I, I think based on where I'm, I'm coming from on this, I think, I think it's I, – I, I want to see the Buffalo Sabres be good. I'm not convinced that – that Kevin Adams alone is going to be able to be that guy that makes that happen. Uh, but beyond that, um, you know, I, the Anaheim Ducks can certainly use a, a high draft pick, three, third overall. Like, that's something that I think can make Anaheim better over the course of the next couple of years. And, um, you know, for me, I, I, just, I just think that Taylor Hall strikes again. Taylor Hall and his Oh, draft. stop it. Come on. No, no, no. What do you, what do you mean stop, stop it? Stop it. What do you mean stop it? This Taylor Hall thing. What, what, what Taylor Hall thing? The fact that everywhere he goes, those teams just seem to win the draft lottery? I mean... It happened in New Jersey. Yeah, it that's, one, happen, that's it once. It happened in, in Edmonton. Okay, that's twice. It happened here in Buffalo. That's half a one. Uh, no, come on. Well, no, because he plays for Boston now, so yeah, you well, can't, sure, give him the, sure. can't give him the full shot. I'm going to give him three quarters. Because he endured that losing so streak. Like, two and, he, he, is, he is an honorary Buffalo Sabre for life. Two and a half. So it's happened two and a half yeah, times. Two and, two and three quarters. In three different locations. Yeah, and people say he doesn't uh, have an impact. He absolutely has an impact. It's <laughs> uh, great. Here's the, uh, here's the shakedown as it uh, impacts us as the Golden Knights. It's one of the rare times I'll use the term us. But if you're a Golden Knight fan and you listen to this and you're going, okay, draft lottery, why do I care about this? Because we're not in it. We're in the second round. We're 40 wins. We're like losing a tiebreaker for the best. Uh, we're so far from uh, the draft lottery, it's not funny. Uh, here's the deal. Anaheim Ducks, Pacific Division rival, will mm -hmm. pick third overall. San Jose, Pacific Division, will pick seventh overall. Los Angeles Kings will pick eighth overall. Vancouver will pick ninth overall. I'm giggling because, like, it's crazy. But <laughs> uh, all these teams from the Pacific Division, the Calgary Flames will pick 12th overall. And uh, just to reiterate, uh, the Seattle Kraken, I actually forgot to, to mention, they, they will pick 7th overall. So uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six teams in the Pacific Division will all select inside the top 12. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, who, who have won like the draft lottery 35 times. Uh, With Taylor Hall. Uh, we're, we're not eligible because they, they made the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, that's right. The Oilers did make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah they did. They? They, they did. It's, it's Vegas and Edmonton. I, I've seen it written a couple of times <laughs> and posted where uh, like, there's no chance... Vegas doesn't win the Pacific Division next year. Uh-huh. And you go through a list like that, 
Yeah. Seattle, two. Anaheim, three. L.A., eight. Vancouver, nine. Calgary, 12. And you kind of go, uh, yeah, it's that's right. Like it's pegged there uh, for a, a, a division uh, title. Yeah, I, I mean, I way too early to, to kind of predict that. But you, you look at the numbers, you look at where uh, most of the teams in the Pacific Division landed this year, and it's hard to, to argue yeah. with it. The Golden Knights are, are on the right path. They continue to get better and better. And, you know, the rest of the division around them is is kind of going through those growing pains. I There are teams that you look at, you say they should be better. Any team with Connor McDavid on it should be better. Uh, but... I mean, right now, I look at that Pacific Division as it stands, and the Golden Knights are the most complete team in it. No, Vancouver made the playoffs a year ago. Uh, Calgary was in the playoffs a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle's an expansion team. We know what uh, what Vegas did in an expansion year. So uh, there, there'll be some stories to be written. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, when we continue, set up a game two. Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche. And the other game that's going to start tonight is Game one of the North Division final, Montreal and Winnipeg. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Hey, you know what I want to get into is uh, all those uh, responses on social media yesterday uh, from people, what they were doing back in 2004. Because we got some good ones. Like, that was great. You you elicit a response from people. I think I'm, I'm, I think, like I'm very approachable, Darren. No, I, I just don't know whether it's that or people seem to like you. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should put up a poll. Is it do you just like... because I'm approachable or do you actually like me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, try that. Uh, I, I want to get into that. And uh, it's game two, Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Uh, gut feelings. Uh, we've kind of gone through that uh, a little bit. Uh, what do you think has to change? Where do we go with this game? Uh, we'll also uh, dive into that part of it, the strategy and the uh, psychology of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, entering this uh, pivotal game uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. Both games in Denver and then game uh, three and four will be at T-Mobile Arena. And do we have do we have the potential to make somebody uh, happy and send them to to Sunday's game? We we do. You want to do that right now? Let's let's no. Let's do it Ooh. in the next hour. Look at you. Teasing. But, but uh, we have the potential that you could attend Sunday's game 4 of this West Division final between the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche just by listening to our program. And uh, we will we will make you eligible uh, in our number two. Uh, that's what uh, what I will do. We also have one other game happening uh, tonight in the Stanley Cup playoffs: the Montreal Canadiens and the Winnipeg Jets, the most unexpected North Division <laughs> final. And somebody's going to hang a banner up either yeah. at uh, at uh, Bell Center or at MTS Arena. And right now, Montreal Canadiens have struck first. So the Cinderella run continues uh, for the Canadiens early on in the first period in Winnipeg. Who do you like in that set? Um, That's a great question. I'm going with the Montreal Canadiens. And the only reason that I'm going with... You front runner. No, no, no. The only reason I'm going with Montreal is that I said, I declared on this program that the Winnipeg Jets had no chance of winning a Stanley Cup. So the fact that they're still in it right now makes me really nervous. 
So let's go Montreal. I don't remember. Why did you say that, that Winnipeg had no chance? Uh, they, they had no chance because they're in the North Division. I feel like the North Division has no chance of, of going oh, beyond okay. the Final yeah. Four, um, especially when you see how the bracket shakes out, that you know the winner of the North does have to face the winner of Colorado Vegas. But um, I would be a little bit more comfortable, um, and I'd be proven right if the Montreal Canadiens can just handle the – Winnipeg Jets. Uh, to a person, I have uh, I have talked uh, to. It it all goes towards Winnipeg. All the predictions yeah. are yeah. Uh, to Winnipeg, and that's not just because I'm <laughs> I'm from Manitoba, but uh, <laughs> but everybody does seem to think uh, around the hockey world that Winnipeg has the edge in this because they're bigger, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're fast, and they have goaltending that can compete with with Carey Price. So uh, we'll see. But there's there's a smattering of people in attendance as well. At, uh, at MTS Arena in Winnipeg. We'll keep you updated on that one as we roll on in hour number two of the VGK Insider Show here on Fox Sports.